much understand um, your craft to that extent. But I feel like just applying the pressure um, definitely helps you push to that next level. Like I have some, um, some friends as well that um, they, they trade also, but they could be doing a certain lot size the entire time. But Welcome back to Young Smart Money with me, your host, Apple Crater. This is one of the most fun episodes I have done in a while. We sat down with Q Banks today to chat about what he is doing over at Wall Street Academy and how he is helping people and teaching people how to effectively trade the currency and uh, the foreign exchange markets to profit in their own lives and really change their lives for the better. So Q is somebody who I came across online. He's got an extremely dedicated and passionate following that, that really, really supports him and his mission, and he treats them very well, okay? He's providing a ton of valuable content online when it comes to trading, when it comes to bettering your life and just increasing your life overall. So this guy, he's doing amazing things. I knew I had to get in contact with him as soon as I came across his content. So I'm super stoked to sit down with him here today and chat about mindset, chat about trading and chat about everything that you need to know to take your life to that next level to, to really elevate and escalate where you are in life. Because Q really, he, he came from a place where, where he was just like flipping shoes. He wasn't really doing anything huge, but he was able to transform his life in, in a relatively very short amount of time, to be honest. Okay. In under five years, he was able to really transform his life for the better. So I'm really stoked to sit down with him and get into this conversation, allow him to share his message with you, his story, because it is a very, very inspiring one. So without further ado, I want you guys, whether you're walking the dog, whether you're at the gym right now, I want you to sit back, relax, plug in and enjoy this episode of Young Smart Money with Q Banks. Q, welcome to Young Smart Money. How are you doing today? Pretty good, man. Pretty good. You know, enjoying the South Florida life, you know. <laughs> exactly, exactly, man. I'm jealous. It's getting warmer up here, but I'm in Wisconsin right now, and it is definitely not, not South Florida. <laughs> I've, I've experienced some Wisconsin, trust me. Um, <laughs> it is something. Back anytime soon. <laughs> nope, not not at all, man. I'm I'm ready to get out of here. But um, Q, our listeners, they heard a little bit about you in the intro. But for those of them that aren't familiar with you and what you're currently up to right now, could you give us like a like a sixty second snapshot of what you're working on right now, and then we're gonna sort of rewind in time and work our way back up. Okay, I need a couple minutes actually. No, <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> much like like a little overview of like what I do. Um, I. I teach people on how to actually trade um, inside a currency market, but also the currency market, cryptos, indexes, uh, anything dealing with charts. Like that's like my, my forte. Mm. Um, I have that. I have that, which is pretty much like a full online course platform that um, they actually learn from. And I have an in-person course platform as well that students fly from all around the entire world to come to my five-day courses wow. to actually get like that in that in-person experience. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> that's like the overview of like the main main stuff all right perfect i'm excited to dive into that but first of all i want to touch on your early upbringing and sort of your childhood because i'm always i'm always fascinated by where where our guests start out from so talk to us about like middle school high school years were you somebody who was getting into entrepreneurship at a young age were you somebody that took school very seriously what did that look like for you um school um in my family was always a thing to us like you know we have to take seriously because um this it's kind of like a foundation like they'll there was never ever like an option uh, when it came to school in my family, you know, like you have to go to school to get good grades and you know, that's what it was, you know, like, yeah. um, you know, I mean, dropping out of school was never even an option, never even a thought for any, anybody in my family actually. So like that was, um, I'm pretty good on that part. But as far as like my entre my entrepreneurship um, journey, it started from maybe about seventh grade, you know, like I, I think everybody experienced, you know, the whole selling CDs, the uh, mixtape <laughs> kind of stuff. Um, 
I did that like back in like seventh grade. Um, I used to like download, you know, all the hot new songs and everything that everybody wanted, put them on like a mix CD and then sold them, you know, like, like five dollars a piece. And, and that's how it started off. And then as time went on, when I got into like higher grades, you know, um, a, another hustle started, another hustle, um, same mentality, but, um, you know, it's a different product. <laughs> what was, what was the drive to the hustle for you? Was it just like something to do? Were you fascinated by money? What, what was the, what was the drive? Not even, man, because, um, actually like I couldn't get a job at the time. Like, um, like I had some friends and everything that were getting like small little gigs, like here and there. But, um, I mean, I'm born in Jamaica. Like I, I got my green card when I was 20 years old. So it's like anything that was before that age, um, it was, was all just like, I had no other way to get money. So I had to find another way on how to actually, actually go about it. So that's how it actually started. And I actually, um, embedded in that mentality from middle school, you know, so anything that I could actually find to actually sell back or to benefit from in any kind of way, you know, I was down for it. Mm, Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, you gotta, you gotta stay hungry. Yeah, always. always. (laughs) And plus like, I always want to like, you know, like that, um, that the new shoe or the new clothes and everything. Cause, um, back in like middle school, like my um, dad used to give us like about, I think a a couple hundred dollars just just to buy like a black pair of shoe and a white pair of shoe, um, a couple school um, uniform t-shirts, khaki pants, black pants, brown pants, and that's it. That's that's (laughs) that's our clothes for the entire year. So I mean, um, anything that I wanted extra, I had to actually you know pay for myself. So I had to actually find money another another kind of way, you know. And asking my my parents for money wasn't even an option because I have a lot of brothers, thirty siblings. You know, so wow. yeah. <laughs> wow. It's crazy. So I mean, I was definitely um, you know, just um a one out of the bunch that were asking, asking, asking. So I was not trying to go that route to, you know, um bother my parents and everything for income in, in, in any kind of way. <laughs> Absolutely. I'd rather make it. I'd rather make it. <laughs> so so you you started making money in in middle school, in high school. Uh talk to us about graduating high school and what that looked like for you because clearly school was a big thing for your family. Um yeah. what what was that process looking like for you on deciding whether or not to go to college? I mean, I couldn't go to college. <laughs> I couldn't go to college. So it's like um um I did very um not not like crazy good in high school, but I did very very well for myself. Um sure. I graduated with like I think it was like a, a 3.3 or a 3.4 GPA which is Okay. Like, definitely good enough you know what i'm saying and yeah. um college w- was not not in like my vision because i couldn't go like i i i never had documents to go you know mm. like um a lot of people don't actually understand like the whole documentation thing like, i want to come to a person from a, a, another country because without documents you can't go to college you can't get a scholarship you can't do anything you know what i'm saying so like i was running track and and, and all that stuff and um even like my coach told me like, yo bro like um it's possible that you can you can even get like a core, like a 25% scholarship, but I couldn't even apply for it because no papers, you know? So mm. all that was just um like a big headache for me. So like um even after graduating high school, you know, once again, I had to find another product, same hustle, another product. And um that's how it pretty much kept on going. So like every, everything that I actually started from middle school, that, that, that mentality actually went through high school, um, you know, um, jailbreaking psps and um psp selling it back on jailbroken unlocking iphones all that stuff pretty much like went all throughout high school and has evolved over time so i actually um, became like that that one person to actually go to to get anything that you need you know phones games anything you know i was like Mm. that dude so you were getting into tech pretty early on 
Hell yeah, yeah, yeah. Like te technology is like one thing that always like fascinated me. Um, I literally had like every single iPhone. So it's like ever since <laughs> I've seen literally every single iPhone from like the iPhone, the iPhone 2G, the 3G, 3GS, everything. So I mean, um, tech definitely, it definitely fascinated me for the main fact that how, how um, clean and, and crisp like the glass looks on an iPhone and the camera looks and all that stuff. So I mean, things and everything of that nature, I got into pretty, pretty early. Okay, that's interesting. So when did you get exposed to, to the currency markets at first? Like what was your first exposure to, to trading? I mean, it was always a concept like that, that they showed um, like back in high school, like economics class, like they, they brought it up, like stocks and, and whatnot. But hmm. uh, I tell people all the time, like once you're familiar with like something in that industry, um, it could be stocks, it could be um, indexes or anything, like you pretty much understand all the other paths and everything that's linked to like that, that one main topic. So Stocks was like one thing that I actually dabbled with when I was like around 20 years old and, and some stock options. And then from there, I was familiar with other markets like, like, like currencies and whatnot that were also there as well. Um, I got introduced to indexes like later on, but at the same time, like um, I, I knew about currencies. Like it was in, you know, in the midst of things, but um, I never had the full knowledge on how, to, on how to actually trade it because I wasn't really focused on it like back then. Mm -hmm. um, but stock options was like one thing that I was dabbling in for quite a while. And then later on, I actually got introduced to um, Forex again from a, a couple of friends. Hmm. So, yeah. Okay. So talk about that experience. Did you have any mentors in this space? Did you have people showing you the ropes or like, how did that transition happen between like the technology flip into the Forex trading? Honestly, man, like, um, like when it comes to a person asks me like, who's my mentor or whatnot, like sure. and out of all honesty, like I never had a mentor, like a mentor is a person like, that you could call upon or that could actually guide you to actually get to a certain point, right? Um, like what I do to my, to my students of like Wall Street Academy and like whatnot. Yeah. Um, I never had that, you know? So, um, but I've always been a person that was always like self-motivated by actually keeping my vision in mind the entire time as, as to how I'm going about things um, or, or if I'm getting better at a, at a certain craft. I pretty much understand concepts very, very easy. And um, that's what actually um, drove me to just get better and it's like once I like, gain more knowledge on stuff. So a lot of things I actually did, like when it comes to business or um, on the charts, most of it is just based off pure experience, honestly. Like, um, don't get me wrong. Like, I did meet people over time on my, on, on my journey that helped me out certain ways. It could, it could have been something like a certain statement that they could have said to help me out. Like one um, statement that somebody told me, like probably like four years ago now, um, she had told me like, and I, I tell every class this that I teach and everything, I was like, yo, the most confident people will make the most amount of money inside of markets. And that stuck with me, you know what I'm saying? Because that, that was just like a simple statement, but it meant so much. Like, yo, like, if you're not confident about what you're doing, then you're not going to, you know, be prosperous in it, you know? So like anything that you're doing, you have to actually go full-fledged at it, be confident about your knowledge at, as you're going about it. And if you're not, then you're you're, you're going to kind of like limit yourself to even like get to that next level. And I've never ever had that because I took like my same confidence that, that I took, um, well, that I had like when I was playing sports back in high school and whatnot, I applied that same concept of my um, confidence into the charts, the same, the same exact confidence. I'm studying all, all day, all night. So when I get back on the charts now, I'm not doubting myself in any kind of way. You know what I'm saying? Mm, yeah. What about it? Yeah. So, I mean, I can tell just, just by talking to you that you're yeah. a very, very confident person. So for, for a listener who's maybe just getting started trading, they're just getting started in whatever venture they're pursuing, what would you tell them to help them develop their confidence? Because I, I, I talk to a lot of people who, who don't have that confidence. It's not natural for them. 
So, so what right. would you tell that person? I find that mind blowing that that's, that is not confidence. <laughs> that, that, that's not common actually. Um, but for the main fact that like you have to practice these things in your everyday life, like um, even like with how you're, you're going about um, when you walk into a room, like is, is your chest yeah. high, you know, or are you like slumped over? Like the, all that says, you know, about, you know, the kind of approach that you're actually having on everybody else. But um, to actually even like build up your confidence and everything, just like, I mean, just understand that like you're studying and, and so on for a certain reason. So like why doubt yourself when it comes to a test time? You know what I'm saying? Um, so all that definitely applies to just like getting better with your confidence levels and whatnot. And, um, okay. and what was the other part of the question? I mean, that was, that was basically yeah, it, just like how, how you would develop that. But then the, the next thing that I want to ask you about is like, I get a lot of people talking to me that they don't think they're ready. They don't think they're ready to take that next step. They don't think they're ready to start trading. They don't think they're ready to get started. Yeah. What would you tell that person? How do they know when they've you're learned never, enough? How do you know when you? You're, you're, you're never quote unquote ready. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like yep. you're never quote unquote ready to quit your, to quit your job comfortably. Like yep. you're never quote unquote ready to, to, to do anything, you know? But the best thing with like the things that I've experienced and, and I personally love to love on, I'm speaking to all like the younger generation that's upcoming now because um, they're so, well, a lot of them is very, very coachable now, but um, you're, you're never ever going to be ready to, to, you know, take that, that next leap in life. Um, it could be starting a new business, talking in, in front of people. Like you, you're never technically super quote unquote ready to your standards. But the best thing with me is that like, I love actually, you know, this, you know, just jump into the battlefield and then I'll find my way out. You know what I'm saying? Mm. That's the best thing. Like, I just jump in and, I, and I'll figure out the rest later on. I feel like that's a big thing with entrepreneurship as well. Like, um, they have a picture that I, that I posted this one time on my Instagram. Um, the person, like, jumped off of a cliff and then he said, yo, an entrepreneur builds um, a plane on the way down. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. you, you figure out how you, you're going to actually fly, like, later on, but he made the jump. That's the biggest thing, you know what I'm saying? So that's like, just, just start, just start, dabble, 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 fall in love with the process. And eventually you'll come to a point that, you know, you'll become a bit more passionate about what you're actually aiming for, for actually developing that, that craft that you have in mind. Absolutely. So talk to us a little bit about the challenges that you face, because I'm sure anytime, anytime that I jump into something, anytime I'm sure you jump into something as well, you're going to be faced with roadblocks. So what were some of the challenges you faced at first and how were you able to get around those? So many fucking roadblocks. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I've been dealing with the roadblocks for quite a while now, honestly. I mean, even till this day, like I hit certain roadblocks that um, help me develop as a person as well. Um, mm. The first, the first roadblock that you might experience was that Pretty much like everybody experienced like when it comes into, into either entrepreneurship or even trading overall. Um, the friends that you're around, the friends that you're around <laughs> is going to be like, like that first like thing that, that's going to take a hit because your friends that you're around, like they're so used to you doing a certain kind of thing, a certain kind of way, but all of a sudden like you're a whole, a whole different person that's pretty much focused on something that's not common as far as not trying to get that, that new job or whatnot. Yep. Um, and then pretty much dealing with, um, people that said that oh oh no oh you you've changed you know you're, you're <laughs> focused on money now this and that this and that like that's another thing you know what I'm saying like people have to realize like like what like, what do you plan on doing if you're not making money though like making money is like one of the biggest tools and everything that can actually help you bring um, bring it to that next level and whatever you're trying to do investments um getting into um 
schools or getting into programs like once you have like that that cash flow coming in like that's like that that biggest factor that i can take you to that next level and then um another roadblock could be just you having um that that point in your in your growth of a skill that you might think that um damn like am i good enough for um damn like do i know like what i'm doing and technically like you never really um feel like you've mastered anything like i like one thing i never ever say that keeps me wanting to actually get better like i, I never ever say that i have mastered trading hell no hell no because once you say that you master something that's when you you pretty much hit like like a roadblock you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying like once you yeah. say that you that i'm really good at what i do that leaves room for more improvement or anything like that but um um what are some other uh, roadblocks oh um knowing how to actually go about your um time management you know what i'm saying like yeah. knowing um, how much time to actually put into your craft and i tell everybody this like if you're if you're really counting uh the amount of time that that you're putting towards a certain craft then then you you don't really want it. you know what i'm saying like i don't i don't count how, how many hours i'm on the charts like if i'm on the charts i'm on the charts like it could be for two hours three hours four hours six hours a whole day it doesn't matter like all all i know is that i'm trying to actually I have a, a certain goal in mind for that time period of, of studying or whatever. And that's it. I'm not keeping track of time because once you're keeping track of time, then you're limiting um, the, the amount of, of intake that, that you're getting based off of that, that knowledge, you know? So like um, there are some things that I feel like people can actually um, get caught up on um, when it comes to, you know, trying to get to that next level, you know, trying to actually um, monitor how much time you're giving a certain crap versus actually just doing it because you're passionate about it. I love it. I love it. And that passion seems to be something that's very, very central to you. So when did you first develop this passion and like, how, how have you developed your why over time and like your reason behind what you do? I never lost my vision. You know what I'm saying? Like I've I've always, I mean, ever since a kid, you know, cars and everything has always been like my goal in mind and um, always said like, yo, like who's going to buy all the um, sports cars and and supercars and everything. This job is not going to buy it. You know what I'm saying? So like, I got to figure out like, what can I do to actually, um, you know, be able to actually afford these, um, I wouldn't say like lavish, but overall just like um, material things that I'm interested in. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm interested in cars. I mean, I'm interested in traveling. Um, clothes here and there, but not too, too much. But cars is like one of my, my biggest things that I've always been passionate about. So like, that always kept me on like the right track to just like, want to be able to actually afford it in some sense. And just even um i feel like i mean some people don't understand like this little concept like right here like how we were always playing like grand theft auto and that kind of shit and always trying to like you know build up our life in grand theft auto but i tell people all the time like um our our life that that we're living it could be that grand theft auto career mode you know what i'm saying <laughs> and, and 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 we have so many cheat codes to get us to that next level you know what i'm saying like all you gotta do is pretty much just put in time and apply it and just like really understand like what your overall goal is for what you're actually I'm trying to like live like because you can live like a minimalist like fucking um I'm Warren Buffett you know what I'm saying like some, some people say that oh he never wears Gucci or he never wears Louis Vuitton I mean I get it you know but that's not his thing but his his thing was business development and so on and so on so his, um, that was his focus but at the same time like that's what actually kept him um on like a certain path um a person's value might be cars, a person's value might be a sport that, that they're really interested in, a certain hobby. Um, it could have been a rollerblading or 
um, cycling or, or, or anything like that. But like whatever you have in mind to actually just get better at whatever you're currently doing, like that's, that's the vision that you have to keep throughout the entire time as to when you're, you're going about your um, craft development. Yeah, <laughs> that's the truth. That's the truth. So when you're developing your craft, when you're honing, honing what you're good at, how do yeah. you set goals for yourself? Like, how do you figure out how you're going to get to that next level? How do you set these these benchmarks that you want to hit? I feel like you have to um like look at how you're living in your current life. Um, for example, like even like when I was coming up back in 2014, 2015, about even like how much income I'm pulling in a week. Um, I have to actually gauge um, what's what is a lot or what is a little bit of money. Like that was actually based off of like my my, my current cash flow for that point in time. Like in my current ca- cash flow at that point in time was like about was like three four hundred dollars every two weeks. So technically, like whenever I'm on charts now, if I make two hundred dollars in in two days, a hundred dollars a day, then technically that is a lot based off of my cash flow that I was getting in two weeks. So like that could have been like one goal, like right there. You know, like mm-hmm. that goal was based off like my current state in my life at that moment in time. So your goals and everything can be based off of um, where you currently are and where you're trying to actually go. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I always tell everybody, like try to have, have like a couple whiteboards in your house and like really, really be real with yourself as far as where you currently are, what your, your, your current income is, what, and then on the other side of the board, kind of like put, um, what do you want to live like in a couple of years? I, I never ever say like a set year because like my whole life, like where it is now, that all develops in three, four years, three, three, four years. That's all it took. It never took five years. Like five years is a long ass time. 10 years is a long ass time. So I always say this like, you know, like what do you want to live like this in the future or, you know, in a couple of years or, 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 or like whatever. Um, and then put that on the right side of the board and then like kind of like put in between that right there as to like what has to be done to actually achieve those that next point in your current state in your living you know okay so then from there it's like, it's, it's like a slow progress but certain things happen um it's like so many small things that goes on to your daily life that actually help benefit your main goal inside the future but some people get so like lost in like understand like you know those small things that you're applying every single day like they they, they mean so much but you're not going to see it because it's so like a minuscule the, the entire time. All right. But if you keep up those small goals and everything, or the, those small little habits that you're doing in your current day, it's going to eventually get to a point that it's going to open up more opportunities for you or be able to make you get to that, that next level um, by even um, applying more pressure to your craft. You know what I'm saying? Kind of like when it comes to trading, like um, I trade to a point that I have a full clarity whenever I'm on the charts. Like I get on charts like right now, and pretty much profit like that's that's like what it is like um to make two thousand dollars a day or three thousand dollars a day that's that's definitely easy as fuck honestly I've, I've done that thousand amount of times already but it's like me actually understanding that i know my craft to that level i could apply more pressure to what i'm doing so if even if you're you're doing like e-commerce or like whatever like you could pretty much put like more risk um to your craft because you've pretty much been studying or you pretty much understand um your craft to that extent but i feel like just applying the pressure um, definitely helps you push to that next level. Like I have some, um, some friends as well that um, they, they trade also, but they could be doing a certain lot size the entire time. But all they need is just to apply that pressure just a little bit more. And all of a sudden they could be at that next level. But it's all about just like, you know, just taking that, that, um, that fucking mentality and just trying it out and see like what's possible if you just even try to dabble into like that next level, you know? Mm. 
Yeah. I love it. I love it. Apply the pressure. Like that's the main thing. It's apply the pressure because you never know like what could actually be the outcome of applying that, that pressure. That's the truth. So mm-hmm. Q, I want to dive a little bit into trading right now for our listeners that might, yeah. they might be a little bit interested in, in getting Always. some exposure to trading. So talk to us a little bit about some, some, some basic stuff. Like if you say we got an 18 year old here and, okay. and he wants to get into trading, like what's, what's some of the first things that you're going to tell this person who comes to you and they're like, I want to get started with trading. I don't, I don't have any idea what I'm talking about. 18? Um, 18. Okay. So 18 years old. So I'll put it in perspective this way. Um, my, my youngest student right now in Wall Street Academy is 14 years old. Wow. Um, he's pulling in like two $300 a day right now at 14 years old, right? The best thing with, with a, a person that is um, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, like they're technically still in that, that stage in life that they're absorbing a lot more than they're just, you know, um, used to. Like a person that is 60 years old, they're harder to teach. You know what I'm saying? Because they're so they haven't been studying for quite a while. They're out of school versus understanding the concept that trading itself is so easy for you to actually learn now because it's literally like another subject. Like you're, you're, you're going to school, you're learning science, math, um, English, like you're learning all that stuff. But what if trading was just another subject as well? Like you could easily absorb that same knowledge with the same amount of effort that you're applying with um, your math class or your science class and everything else. So it's like, that's, that's like the, the comprehension por- portion of it. It's not that hard to comprehend. To pretty much even like to be exposed to it now, like you have to, first of all, be interested in trading. Like one thing that I never ever do is like, you know, try to actually convince anybody about trading because at, at the end of the day, like if you're not even interested inside of it, then you're not gonna really be um, like, you're not gonna take the time to, you know, understand all of the, the, the new lingos or so on and so on about it because it's, it's a lot of terminology. Um, a lot of things that you got to pretty much um, understand about the entire platform, everything, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's a lot to freaking do, but I mean, it's, it's more than capable for a person that's, that's 18, especially to um, comprehend this, right? But also um, knowing that there's so many places now that you can pretty much like learn how to trade, you know what I'm saying? Like trading is definitely super accessible to like, you know, the average person now, as long as they're in the, the right network to be able to get exposed to those points, you know? Absolutely. Um, yeah. So like, what are some of the fundamentals? Like, what are some of like the basic building blocks that you're going to need if you want to be able to get yourself to that place? I mean, you got to be um, mentally there, like mentally there, um, pretty much um, you got to be open to being real with yourself, knowing yourself because trading itself, um, you know, it, it shows you who, who you really are, you know, um, because you're, 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 you're dealing with like large sums of money and everything that could be, you know, um, extracted from the markets every single day. But now you got to be, be real with yourself. Like, if you're up, like let's say three, four hundred dollars for the entire day in um, trading, and all of a sudden you're not closing your your order, and now you're you're going negative. But technically, in your real life, you're only making um, five hundred dollars every two weeks. But you just made so and so that one day. So now you're super negative in in your account from from being a profit four hundred dollars or five hundred dollars. And now technically, to, now, now you gotta take a look at yourself as a person. Now, what did that just show? You're greedy as fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like. <laughs> You're, you're, you're greedy as hell. You pretty much are lying to yourself the entire time because you, you had a reason to actually close the order and then pretty much be in profit, but then you were lying to yourself the entire time because you were trying to be greedy the entire time to actually make more money, even though that could have been your two-week pay at, at your current job. You know? So it's like the fundamentals are just pretty much like being mind strong. You know what I'm saying? Knowing that you're going to lose money when you get inside the markets. Like that's part of the game. But I always say like people that aren't willing to lose money they're not willing to make money 
that's like what it is. Like, that's what it comes down to. Um, mm-hmm. And then just pretty much um, being open to, you know, the journey. Like trading is a freaking journey. Like put it this way, like back in 2014, 2015, a big day to me was a $200 day or a $100 day. Like that was a big day, quote unquote, to me at that point in time. But I mean, years later, um, a big day could be anywhere from $9,000, 10000 $20,000, $30,000. Like I- I've had those those kind of days and everything when it comes to trading already. So technically like you're, you're, the journey is so long, but you never ever know like where you're, you're going to be in your journey, um, you know, next year. You know, all, all that matters is that you're applying or you're putting the required time that, that needs to be applied to actually, you know, reach those kind of um, milestones and everything inside your trading journey. Because it's not easy. It's not, it's not anything that you can pretty much put like um, the minimum amount of effort in. Um, you got to give it, give it your all for at least like six months to actually gain that passion first. And then after that, it's pretty much on, on, on autopilot because you're going to want to start, you're going to want to pretty much get on the charts and just trade um for five six seven eight hours because you see opportunities like you, you're gonna want to actually you know be obsessed with it once you pretty much find a network of people that's also interested in it the same exact way you are you know but it's kind of just giving it those 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 months of just straight time to actually find that passion for that that brain craft that's yeah. the truth so yeah. i'm sure you've, you've worked with so many students at this point i'm sure thousands. you've seen some patterns thousands, thousands. yeah man so like what what <laughs> <laughs> all right so what are what are the differentiators like what are the things that separate the students that excel from the students that that flop like what do you see as being some of the the key differences between the people who have success and the people who don't the people that the um, students that actually are s- successful in the course and or just like or on my course or just like courses in in in, in, in period like overall like i feel like the things that separate the people that's doing good or the students that, that's doing bad is you know, their ability to um, just be real with their, um, their selves. Like, like, mm-hmm. like I was saying earlier, like um, people that get on like a course, um, even like on Wall Street Academy, like they, they um, get on and everything and then all of a sudden, like they're asking questions that's, that's pretty much deep inside the entire course. Like, why are you rushing? Like, why are you rushing? Like they, they, some people get on a course thinking that they're gonna make money immediately when um, the person that has been on the course for a few months, like they're still slowly going through it to actually comprehend every little thing that's going on. So like when they get on the charts, they could actually apply what they're learning. So the people that actually just get on, like they're not being patient and they're not understanding that like this entire journey of trading is an entire process. You know what I'm saying? And the process can consist of um, long nights, early mornings, um, studying for a massive amount of hours at a time. Um, you actually being able to, well, you have to actually go on the charts, do a markup, analyze, 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 see if things work out, see if things not work out. It's really just like a lot of trial and error based off of like how you're, you're comprehending the material. So like people that are, are rushing it, they're not comprehending the material. Like there's a big difference from people that's um, watching a video and like comprehending a video. You know what I'm saying? Like anybody can turn on a TV and just stare at it, you know, technically you're, you're watching it, but you're not really comprehending everything that's actually, you know, being shown to you versus the person that's actually slowly um, going through the entire course. Like they're actually understanding every little word that I'm saying, how I'm saying it, why I'm saying it, the reasons why, um, why it could be invalid um, after a certain amount of time, everything pretty much matters. I'm saying every single word, every single thing that I'm showing, they're pretty much comprehending every little portion of it. So they're not rushing the, the they're not rushing the process. So like the biggest difference from those two people is like the people that's willing to learn, they're not 
in a rush to get to that that milestone in trade because like, they understand like yo I could grind out now and then you know eventually I'll get to making a thousand dollars a day. People that's in a rush, they want to make a thousand dollars a day yesterday. Like that's how that's how fast you know. Um, so yeah, so the, um, it's just overall like that 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 patience factor and then putting putting in the required time that's needed, putting in the required time that is needed to get to that, that next point. If you're being real, if you're being real with yourself now, you, you could kind of like say to yourself like, damn, like, am I even, am I really studying like nonstop? Damn, like, am I really on the charts and everything not counting? Like if you're lying to yourself the entire time, then it's not going to happen. You know, because some people would, would put in an hour of work, but to them that, that was good enough, you know? But then they have the students that that's actually making it happen. You know, they're on the charts nonstop. You know, so it's like just always being real with yourself in like that that learning curve. It's gonna show when you're on the charts because remember you're you're dealing with money now, real money, real real change, real level ups that can happen in a matter of time. But if you're not putting in the time that is required to get to that next level, then you're not gonna see any kind of change. That's the truth. You got to be extremely honest with yourself in, in trading and in any aspect of business. Cause like, if yeah. you're not honest with yourself, no one else is going to be honest with you. Have to be like, it, is your, is your business growing or, or is it being stagnant? Mm. You, you real with yourself now. Like you could be optimistic in some sense, but you have to be real with yourself. Like is shit really going like how I plan or, or am I really doing what, what needs to be done to make it actually boom? If not, then you're not going to see any kind of progress. So you have to be like, I tell like you could lie to people, that okay that that's one thing but lying to yourself like that's a whole different you know that's like a mental thing like lying, lying to yourself is like probably the most worst thing that, that you ever ever do like like when it comes to um on business development or or learning like a new skill set honestly that's the truth it was so it was so yeah i mean people yeah. can see right through that people see definitely. right through it definitely so Q, one thing, one thing I noticed about you, uh, just by your social media presence, that you have a very dedicated following. Like your followers yeah. love you. They are consuming all your content. They are just like, like everything you say, they are hanging on your every last word, man. So talk to us about how you were able to establish that following. We've got a lot of listeners here who are interested in building their personal brand and really connecting with people. So how have you been able to, to craft this audience and really like build this dedicated tribe? I mean, personally, like my following is fucking dope as shit, honestly, <laughs> like, um, I mean, my following started from, um, damn, like 2014, 2015. And, wow. um, keep in mind, like I've, I've never ever used a bot. I've never ever paid for followers. I've never done anything. Like everything is just like natural. And I tell people all the time, like, why would you pay for followers when it's like you paying a person to pretty much, you know, um, be cool with you or paying yeah. for a friend to, to a certain extent. Right. Um, followers are free. You know what I'm saying? Making a friend is free technically in real life as well. And on the on digital world, it, it could all be free. Um, but now you got to think about who are you as a person to actually make them like you, you know, um, with me, like my following grew from the amount of value that, that I'm pushing out on a daily basis um, in, you know, in the trading world or, or in this, this overall like social media influencer world. So I'm adding value um, for people that's pretty much upcoming. So they could be more aware of like things that they could actually, experience along that journey um i'm actually always posting some dope ass photos you know <laughs> I'm, posting, I'm posting stuff that people actually like to see like they, they love to see like the profits that i show they love to see the cars that i'm driving like the cars that i have um um developments and everything that i'm that I'm, I'm doing with like the bills that i'm doing with my cars um um they love to see you know like me and like my girlfriend and so on like they, they love to see like certain stuff so it's like 
um, you know, to show you, to show you, your life. Like, that's the biggest thing. Like, I'm not doing anything crazy. Like, whenever I look at, like, like, like my own Instagram, like, every now and then I go through my own Instagram and I'm inspired, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, yo, this shit is dope. This shit is dope, you know? So, because um, at times, like, I'm so in the moment that I kind of, I, I forget, you know, what kind of dope ass shit that I was doing like 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 last week? But I but I look back at it and, and I'm like, yo, listen, like that was so crazy. Like I was I was so like, mind blown by it. So it's like you know, just kind of like posting stuff that that you would also be inspired by, or posting stuff that would also just like amaze you to even look at it. And also just like you know, take 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 pride in the quality of your photos. You know what I'm saying? Like don't don't take any like lame ass like friggin' VGA type photos. Like make <laughs> sense. Like. You know, just, just, just take some high quality photos, um, take photos that, that, that people would actually enjoy looking at. Um, your captions, captions has to be on point. Um, it could be motivational based. It could be something that could pretty much um, make people have um, more insight on a certain something, you know, like, so photo qualities matter, captions matter, um, how often you're posting matters, um, how much you're, you're taking advantage of the platform matters. Like I'm always on live. I'm always on my stories. Like my stories are always packed. Like every yeah, day, dude, your stories are yeah. crazy. <laughs> always, it's always packed. I'm always trying to do something. Um, and then yeah, man, it's like just be real with your with yourself when you're on your own social media. Um, you know, you can flex, yeah, but I mean, like you know, it's flex, but also just like flex so people understand that you're you're also growing as well. Like you're not flexing with something that that is not obtainable to you, but you're pretty much still in like a growth stage. Um, and then, yeah, man, just like this, this, this be real with yourself the entire time and be, and be consistent with how you're posting on, on your social media because, um, a couple years ago, you know, I was only getting on 10 likes, you know, and, and um, that was mind blown. But, but now like my likes go from anywhere from at, on average, like 3,500, um, to like around 11,000, you know? So, I mean, it gets, cr it gets crazy, but the, the content that you're posting, um, that's what people want to see. Like people want to see certain things from you, from your profile. You know, mm -hmm. kind of like what I said, it could be like my, my profits, my cars, it could be um, like lifestyle stuff. Like I'm out flexing or I'm traveling. Um, yeah, man, just like, you know, just understand, like understand your following, understand what your followers want to actually see from you. You know, that's the biggest thing. So it's like learning all about like the, the analytics and everything when it comes to who's actually following you. Okay. So like, what made you want to get started with building a following in like 2014, 2015? Like what, what was the potential there? Why did you decide to start putting out content? So pretty much like with the whole Instagram thing, like the whole Instagram wave, um, it came, came out like the 2014, 2015, like when everybody was starting actually, um, like at least like, like my whole niche that I was in, like yeah. we were converting from like Facebook to, to Instagram slowly, you know what I'm saying? So, so slowly I took like some of my, my followers from, on Facebook, you know, and then we slowly converted over to Instagram, started posting more and everything else like that. But initially, like the follow the following the followers thing wasn't really a thing at first, but over time, like um, you know, I impact more. Like my reach is 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 greater at that point. So I could actually um you know build a business faster. I could actually um have more opinions on a certain thing that I, that I might be doing, events that I'm doing. Like so a bigger following, you know, impacts the, how, how successful to a certain extent that your business could be if you're leveraging your social media as well, you know? So that's what I do. Like, I pretty much just understand that like, um, social media can be used for a, a great amount of things, but like whatever I'm doing, I always, I always try to like, you know, 
show my followers uh, what I'm doing as well. So they can actually be an impact into that um, project also. It could be business-wise. It could be an event. It could be like um, even like a meet and greet. You know, like I post it um, on my Instagram story and then all of a sudden I have like 40 people showing up to a, a meet and greet, you know? So like it works out just like that. Like just using your followers um, for, you know, on what they can be used for. Like um, they can be used for um, influence. Like you can help impact you know, how they're looking at things. Like, I'll put them on, on game about certain things that you might see in your days. Like, like the other day I had actually did um some, it was, it was like a, a random a teacup thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is how, like, crazy and dope my, my following is now, right? So <laughs> I, I, I was drinking tea in the morning, and I was like, yo, look, like, this. wrap the, the, um, the, the tea bag string around the handle, and then it could be, like, an anchor. And then, like, that alone, like, people would love that. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I just... I'm just always on like my social media and then I show like whatever I'm doing throughout my entire day. And I, I feel like that's what my followers like love about me. Like I don't really hide much. Um, I, I just show like my life, like my life is on like my social media. Most of it at least, you know what I'm saying? But I'm open, you know what I'm saying? I'm just, I'm just real open with how I'm living and how, how, other, how others can actually benefit from seeing like where I am now from where I was. Okay. So how do you balance like living your life and then like documenting it at the same time? Like, does that ever get in the way when you're trying to like record all this stuff? I mean, no, nah, not really. Because I feel like it's just a part of my, my day now, you know, like I pretty much understand what I could record. I, I understand like what I don't even want to record. I, I understand like when I'm living in a moment. Um, yeah, man. So like, it's just like a nice balance of just, um, you know, uh, when you're in a moment, I right, live in a moment, but, but at the end of the day, the day like if you're ever on any kind of event like you could just post a photo or post a little video i mean and that's good enough you know but just um just you know just like not really trying to you know take out your phone at any opportunity but just like if you have an, an opportunity to, to do it without actually affecting you know the impact of, of what you're trying to experience in your real life then i mean fuck it take it out you know just record a little bit it's all about documentation like people just want to you know see um how you're living to any kind of way you know it could be um traveling stuff anything you know what i'm saying to show to show it out to show it out but just you know keep certain things um personal like your um if you're fighting in a in a relationship you know what i'm saying keep that um, that kind of stuff private you know what i'm saying it's like just use your common sense as yeah. to, like what what could be shown and what can't be shown and yeah and just um just be smart about it uh, man, I'm so fascinated by by the ability that we have to document our lives. Because like, yeah. looking back at like my grandparents, my great grandparents, I know very little about their lives. But like, our grandkids, our great grandkids, they're gonna know so much about us. It's gonna be dope because you can make like their like babies upcoming. Like they're getting an Instagram from when they're <laughs> like, God damn! Like, so you're not gonna ever be that parent that says, "I have no baby photos of me." We have photos being taken every single day of anything. So, um, in a, in the next couple of generations, like they're going to have photos for every little, you know, um, like, like, like life, you know, like, yeah. life. like as they're developing throughout life and everything, they're going to have a photo for it. You know, like I only have like a couple photos of like when I was a baby, but trust me, like, like, like my daughter, that's going to be born in like about a month. Like, um, she's going to have a bunch of photos of her, like as she's, as she's, as she's on growing up. So she could actually, you know, enjoy, you know, um, seeing her mom and her dad, you know, grow her. You know, all, all the small things, like all the small videos, riding a bike, everything, you know what I'm saying? Like all the fun times. So like all that's going to be documented. So, I mean, in time, like we're always developing as, as a humanity as well. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just um, sad to say that like, you know, back in the 90s and everything, we never had enough cameras, mm -hmm. but 
it's all good. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're at, at a time now that we have cameras. So, like, you know, for that next generation, they could benefit. So, it's all good. That's the truth. That's the truth. Q, you've been dropping a ridiculous amount of value on our listeners here today. I got yeah. some questions that I like to ask all of my guests, though. Are you feeling ready for them? Okay. Yeah, definitely. All right. Perfect. The first thing is, like, what are you, what are you excited about right now? This could be in your business, in your life. Like, what's something that has you genuinely excited? I mean, um, new, um, new businesses. Um, that's the one like I'm, I'm, I'm always infatuated with like business development. So like, I'm, I'm, I'm in like a couple of new projects, like right now that I'm really enjoying. So, I mean, just seeing how, how that takes off. I'm super excited for, for that as well. And also like, I'm at a, a next point in life, you know what I'm saying? Like I have a daughter on the way that's going to be born in like about a month, like us, like I said before. So I'm super excited for that. And yeah, man, just kind of see like where things take off from there and how that impacts my life and, and what I'm doing. So, I mean, it's just like I'm, I'm, I'm excited for family. I'm excited for you know growth in business, all that shit. So I mean, yeah, man, like I'm, I'm, I'm really enjoying like every single day of my life, you know, in, in like how I'm going about things. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. slow pace, fast pace. I'm taking advantage of it. I'm not gonna really miss out on, on anything. So, so yeah, I'm excited for you know every little second of thing that's going on. Like 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 right now, the 2019 has been a blessed year so far. Um, you know, business wise, income wise. The following wise, value that I'm pushing out wise, um, everything that's technology wise, everything, you know, so I'm loving it. <laughs> Man, I can tell, dude, you just, you just have this energy about you that it's just like, it's so positive. Appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's, it doesn't take much effort to be positive. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's the truth. It doesn't, you know what I'm saying? Like I, I just try to, you know, just impact people, you know, show people that, you know, there's different ways out of here. Um, and to see how, how they absorb that knowledge and everything is always great, you know? Um, especially like, you know, on, on, like I said, like if, if a person is just coming out of, you know, that, that nine to five job or like just coming out of like that nine to five mentality, like they have so much to fucking learn because like we are literally as entrepreneurs, me and you and, you know, everybody that's on listening now, like um, we have a different mindset as to how we look at things, on how we look at the entire world. You know what I'm saying? So like that's always amazing to just meet like another entrepreneur that's, you know, on like the same path, but just in like a, on like a different, you know, road, you know? Precisely, my man. Precisely. So Q, talk to us about your habits, man. What are the things you do on a regular basis, whether that be in your business or in your life, that help you sort of get to that next level? Um, damn, man. Um, I try to like write down a lot of things that I'm doing throughout the entire day, like, because I, I lose track of things a lot. I feel like because I'm always like thinking like all over the place. Um, so I'm always on like my notepad. Like my, like my notepad on my iPhone is always full. You know, so like as I'm I'm, I'm going through like my entire day. Um, if I have um, dope ass ideas about something that could help me with, with business wise or like um, branding wise in any kind of way, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm, I'm always trying to like document, like um, tackle like certain things on my notepad, like a little jot here and there. Um, that's like one ma- major, major habit. I'm always pretty much trying to um, knock out a lot of things early morning. Like I wake up around like seven o'clock from there. I try to work until like around like probably like 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock. And I knock out most of like the emails and everything that I might have like backed up, um, Instagram messages, um, Facebook messages, um, Snapchat messages, <laughs> like every little, every, every fucking platform that I have, like I wake up to a ton of messages every single time. So I mean, like I, I have a lot of time to just like dedicate to that every single day. But um, some people ask me like, why don't I have like an assistant? Because I don't have a, an assistant because um, I like to be, you know, I, I like what, what people call me. Because, like, my number is public. Like, anybody can call me. Like, I like when people call me and I, and I answer, like, oh, shit. Like, I thought um, this phone didn't even work. This and that, this and that. I'm like, yeah, man. Like, 
was good. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> because I like to just like really, really be, be close with the people that, you know, um, that's following me that I can actually help impact. So, I mean, um, that's like one, one major thing. And just, yeah, man, um, I feel like I, I don't really have a lot of like daily routine because every single day is different in, yeah. in some kind of way. I wake up and um, like my, my day is set out within the first probably five hours. So like come like 11 o'clock or 12 o'clock, I have plans for one, two, three, four, five o'clock. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, like right now, you know, after this, I have to go and drop off tees to actually make for my new, like the bullet drop that I'm doing soon. Um, I have to go pick up my, my BMW that's, that, 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 that's getting on a wrap. Like right now, I have to go drop off my Porsche that, that's about to get wrapped. <laughs> like I have a lot to freaking do, man. And then after that, I have to go to the gym, um, stay fit, you know, like stay fitness is everything. Um, and then, yeah, man. So like from there, it just kind of just goes. So like, I don't really plan too, too much. I, I, I live in a moment. I just like, as my, my days go on and everything, I just like, you know, find new things and everything that I can do. And just, you know, I'm living a moment, man. I'm like, I don't know how to plan too much. Mm, yeah. That's the truth, man. That is the truth. <laughs> I'm so with you. So Q, I know you're putting out a ridiculous amount of content, but like, what kind of content are you consuming right now? Are you like listening to any, any podcasts, subscribe to um, any YouTube channels, books? Yeah. Honestly, like, um, I could, I could probably show you like a bunch of books like, real quick too. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> I, have, I have a bunch of books, man. Um, I have a, I have a book that's also called The Principle. It's by I think Ray, Ray Dalio. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know about it, yep. right? Um, you know the Four Hour Work Week. Oh, classic. There no power. Yep. Um, I have to even read this. This is right here as well. It's called The Birth Partner. <laughs> there <laughs> we go. It's applicable because so, that's you know that's helping me with the, the baby and everything. Um, day trading stuff. You know, like some small stuff. I have books fucking everywhere, man. So it's like <laughs> that. Get Gary B. I fuck yep. with, with Gary B. Heavy. Um, Jex in the city. Um, J E X in the city. Like his 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 Instagram is dope. He's a dope ass podcast. I fuck with that. I fuck with his mentality as well. Um, and yeah, so like in a bunch of other podcasts that I actually just like you know dabble in um, throughout the entire day and everything, man. But um, but yeah, so like I just try to consume that kind of stuff, and I try to like you know um, mingle with people and everything that have the same mentality, like. This, like around like my circle and whatnot, see what they're in, see what they're consuming, so I could actually consume as well. Um, yep. And yeah, and from there it's kind of just like you know, I'm living in the moment. Like once again, you know, just daily experiences. Mm, so that's yeah, the truth. So. <laughs> Q, one thing I'm, I'm I'm always curious about is like what my guests do that doesn't scale. And clearly, there's a lot of things for you. But like one quick example to give you some context, I'll pull out my phone every single day and send about five to ten video DMs to new followers. Just basically be like, hey, what's up? Thank you so much for the follow, whatever their name is. I appreciate it. My name's Apple. If there's any way that I can help you out, let me know. Have a wonderful day. Something super simple like that. And clearly, like, you've built this very loyal following. So I'm sure there's yeah. a lot of things you do. Like you said, your phone number. But, like, what are some things that come to mind that had that personal, like, QBanks touch? Man, everything, man. <laughs> <laughs> I know. No, no. no. And I swear to God, when I say this right here, like, um, QBanks is not, is not scalable. QBanks is, is a brand in itself. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You have Wall Street Academy, yeah, but then you have two banks, which is like, you know, it's like a, it's its own thing. But um, like my my in-person classes that I do, like that's not scalable because True. for the main fact that um, I had people that looked me in my face and, and said like, "Yo, bro, like, um, I mean, we we paid for this course for you. Like, we want to hear from nobody else. We want to hear from you, your mentality, your everything." And I have to accept that, you know, like, and I have to actually 
um, just respect, you know, their mindset on that alone. And I'm not going to change that. Um, certain things like, you know, me answering the, the phone, like I said before, like I answer my own phone because these are, are my students, my clients, my following, and they want to hear from me. Like nobody else. Like it, it will suck for less um, a person to, to call the phone and hi, you reached Wall Street Academy. How am I? You know what I'm saying? Like, come on. Like, yeah. I don't want to do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to redirect my call to anybody else. Like, I, I'm, I'm just like one direct number away. Call me. Ask me any kind of questions. Like, we could talk. It doesn't even matter. You know what I'm saying? Um, That, how I'm going about, like, even, like, on my Instagram, I do, like, a lot of voice notes on there as well. And just kind of, mm-hmm. like, instead of typing everything out, I just, yep. like, do a long-ass voice note. <laughs> um, That's not scalable. So, yeah, man, like, I feel like, like, me and, like, my entire brand itself is not scalable because I do everything on like a personal note, you know? Mm. Yeah. That's the truth. Q, you've dropped so much wisdom and value and just like amazingness on our listeners here today, yeah. man. I really, I really appreciate it. Let our listeners know where they can go if they want to follow up with you, find out more about you, Wall Street Academy, all that good stuff. Well, first, first, first things first, you know, you got to um, follow <laughs> your boy on Instagram at Qbanks, Q-B-A-N-K-S, Qbanks. Um, um, you can even check out my YouTube as well, youtube.com backslash Qbanks as well. Twitter, QBanks as well. Um, and also, if, if you're interested in, in trading Forex or, or trading um, indexes of currencies, anything that I'm doing like when it comes to like Wall Street Academy, um, go to wsatraining.com. That's wsatraining.com. And then check out the packages. Like You can check out the in-person courses or, or, or you can check out the online courses. That's really like your choice. But either, either way that you go about it, you, you could definitely benefit uh, for the long run though. Yeah. Awesome. And I'll link up all those in the show notes for this episode as well for all of y'all that need to check those out. Because I mean, Q is dropping ridiculous value everywhere you see him. I mean, this guy is omnipresent. He is bringing the heat wherever he's at. So Q, again, thank you so much for your time, man. Do you have any last closing thoughts, words of wisdom you want to close out the show with today? I mean, damn, man, like, like I said before, like the biggest thing that you can do with, with, with yourself, you know, um, as you're, you're growing as a person, um, you know, just be real with your, with yourself, where you currently are in your, in your life. Like I said, just be real with yourself. You could, like I said, like lying to somebody else is one thing, but you can't lie to yourself though. Um, that, and also um, never losing your, your, your vision in mind. You know what I'm saying? Like as a kid, people have the biggest imaginations, but as they grow up and everything, like that imagination kind of just like, on the windows down to nothing you know what i'm saying so just keeping like that that imagination strong to um how you want to live in your future no matter how extravagant it is you know what i'm saying like dream big it doesn't make sense to dream small you know <laughs> truth man cute dropping facts man i appreciate you i appreciate your time man appreciate that man Thanks for listening to this episode of Young Smart Money. If you want to support the show, you can do so in three different ways. You can subscribe, you can leave me five, and you can share this episode with a friend. To subscribe, all you got to do is click the subscribe button on Apple Podcasts. To leave me five, all you got to do is scroll all the way down to the bottom of the podcast's page for Young Smart Money and click on the write a review button. And to share with a friend, all you got to do is screenshot yourself listening to this episode, post on your Instagram story, tag me, and I'll be sure to repost it in my Instagram story as well. I love giving you guys some attention who are listening to the show. Thanks for listening and I'll see you in the next one.